Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Ah, isn't it lovely on a Monday here inside the electric factory? Not as electric as we are at times, but we're still, I think, more upbeat than some. We are, uh, we're not ready to cancel the season. We're not ready to fire everybody. We're not ready to gut this entire roster and draft nine or ten future Hall of Famers in one off season here. And uh, where's the draft this year? I don't even Indy? know. Indy? I don't even know. Miami? I don't even know. I don't even know. Cleveland? No, it was in Cleveland a couple know. years ago. How did Cleveland get the NFL draft? Right. Can we talk about that like, for a second? It wasn't like outside, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was like outside one. Because there was after, they were after Philly, wasn't it? Because Philly was the first outdoor Correct. one. That Correct. was the crazy one. And then, yeah. yeah they went to Cleveland. Yeah. They were supposed to go to Chicago in there, right? Or did they go to Chicago before they, I think Philly? Chicago was, no, yes. Philly was no, Philly was definitely the first outdoor one though. Okay, Philly was definitely yeah, that was that one. But um, yeah, they were. I know they were supposed to do Vegas, yeah. and then they the COVID, so they right. pushed Vegas back a year. And they did the one where Vegas was like wasn't like still virtual. The yeah, one time that was the yeah. COVID, the COVID oh, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Twenty twenty. Yeah, would have been right. Yeah, how did Cleveland get the Cleveland out of all places? That's like. That's like Qatar getting the World Cup. I mean, there's just some, there's some corruption. Yeah, you better be careful. Going on there. All right, Motsi, we got a plethora of different tweets. Mm-hmm. A plethora. A hena. Of pinatas. Ooh. Of course, I'm sure as you can imagine, some of these are directly about Mitch Trubisky and his performance. No, I love this man. Let's tap into Let's, you all want, of them. You want to man. address? You want to address these ones first? Sure, man. We got time. Let's go. Let's go with that. Let's go with the angry because we got. We've gotten a couple. Uh, Don't we, call them angry. Just call them passionate. Passionate. That's you're, passionate, you're absolutely man. right because you know what? They might not be angry. They're yeah. just. They're just passionate. Well, man, I look at it like I this. I come man. in here and scream and yell a lot. Think that doesn't about mean this, I'm angry. Man. As a fan, you spend all week doing what? Working, mm-hmm. waiting to see your team play, mm-hmm. waiting to see your team perform. Mm-hmm. You didn't had your blood, sweat, and tears. Your back hurt. Wifey might not be doing what she's supposed to. Hubby might not be, you know, vacuuming the way that he needs the vacuum. Kids, Kids are ain't. messing around in you school. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the one thing that you want the final time of your weekend to just relax. 
You want to watch Steelers come out there and do what they're supposed to do, and they don't do that. So I get why fans are as passionate as they are, and rightfully so. The emotions are flying right. high. And that's why I say this on the team, too. Make it where you guys do have a better situation out there, where you guys are that's able right. to not waver. Because I don't look at you guys wavering as, hey, man, that's on y'all. I look at it like, nah, man, that's on the team, man. If the team go out that's there and right. ball out, they're going to love us. If we don't ball out, they're going to not love they us. They're going to not love okay? us. They're going to love us not simple. so much. Okay? It is that simple. It really is. It's a, it's a, tough, it's a tough business. Well, in the words of Coach Tom, it's a results-based business. It sure is. They love you when you're producing. Sure it is, is that simple, man. If that's if, if they didn't, if it was just unconditional love, man, Ben Rosberg will be here for the next thirty years because of the success that he had early in his career, right? He could he could yeah. write his own retirement. But that's not how this game works. It's a results based business, and you have to produce those results. So I get the passion. I definitely do, and that's why so it's important for us former athletes and the guys that are deemed analysts to come here and provide the context, context for that passion so then we could just channel it in the right way. That's all, or a little bit more healthier way. Yeah, so let's tap in. Healthier way. There's a healthier way to channel your passion well, think about this, in right? sports fandom. I don't know. No, this is what if I mean. If you figure out that this, one, this you let I mean. me know. This is what I mean, right? If you're upset because you want your team to score more touchdowns. They should go 17-0 and every year. No, 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 no. Think about this. If you want your team to score more touchdowns, are you going to get pissed off about the third backup ball boy not, you know, making sure the white on the ball is perfectly white? No. Because your anger is not going to be channeled there. It's going to be channeled where? Towards the coordinator, towards the quarterback, towards the line. So that's what I'm referring to in terms of just taking some of this passion and making sure that it's directed in the right place. That's what I'm talking about. I dig it. Yeah. We're not saying to be less passionate. No. We're saying to put it the right way. Listen, there's a lot, there's a, there's a lot of sports hosts out there That'll tell you, you know, it's just sports. Hey, don't listen to those people. No. All right, Sport, man. We Spike. We say sports is a microcosm of life. Sports is a microcosm <laughs> of life. All right, I mean, let's, it is though. It certainly is. Let's get to some of these passionate, maybe more disgruntled tweets Ooh. here to start us off. Steeler mm-hmm. Cop tweets us and says, "Mitch Trubisky lost us that game. Point blank. Those interceptions took points off the board. Defense stunk against the run too, but only gave up 16 points. Presley Harvin has to go. Wasted draft pick." Where would you like to start there, Mozi? Well, it w- I was just laughing to myself because he said that Mitch lost the game point blank period, but he named other things that happened in the game. <laughs> it was like, well, if it was just Mitch that lost the game, why did you talk about anything else if it was just Mitch? Can I address the end of that real quick? Go ahead, though, man. I was driving into work today, and sometimes I, you know, it's like, Mozi, it's like the, it's like, it's like bad TV, right? It's like trash TV. I think is what you people call it. it. You gotta watch like it. You gotta watch it. Yes, yes. You, gotta you watch might it. have a, a guilty pleasure for the Jersey Shore, or yeah. for Desperate Housewives, or for keeping up with the Kardashians. Or... Some people might like to watch Love and Hip Hop. Some okay. people might like to watch Love and Hip Hop, or Married at First Sight, or Ninety Day Fiance. Much like you know, I'm not speaking from experience. I, I'm being honest here. I don't have any of those guilty pleasure shows. I right? might because I watch sports. And I watch like nerd stuff, like Marvel like, and Star Wars. Like okay? Married at First Sight. That's that's not nerdy. I have no idea what you're talking about. Not Ninety Day Fiance. No, I, oh, I have heard of that one. Say, don't you do that to me? I have heard. I have heard of Ninety you're Day married, Fiance. Man, your wife doesn't watch this stuff either. You got to put. See, it, uh, I'm fortunate. Oh man. Oh man. All right. All right. I was trying to put it on her. All right. Maybe I'll be. I'll be t- enjoying it. Can I tell you this real man, quick? Geez. Morgan. Morgan watches. <laughs> Morgan watches three things and three things only. Oh, here we go. The Office. Okay. Seinfeld. Okay. Friends. Oh, I see. She her, is I the most basic white girl oh, you've see. ever met in your life. <laughs> like, Lord, I see the energy. Office, Friends, yeah. Seinfeld. Say no more. And Christmas Say movies. Say no more. Like this time of year, Home Alone. I Elf. gotcha. <laughs> Say no more. 
perfect. Grinch. I got you. I got you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so I indulge, right? I, I sometimes on days like today, when I know the 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 Yinzer Nation at large yeah. is disgruntled. I will indulge. I'll turn on that TV show I know I shouldn't like, but I do. But for me, it's some of the other radio shows in town. Mm-mm-mm. And I heard this a bunch this morning, too. What a wasted draft pick Presley Harvin was. The Steelers are only keeping him on the roster right now because they drafted him and they don't want to make it look like it was a bad decision. Guys, he was a seventh-round pick. You know how many seventh-round picks don't make the roster? Most of them. I'm confused. Like, you re- you see the reaction around Brock Purdy right now? It's because he's doing this as a seventh-round pick, and that's how rare that is. I would agree. I don't know if there's ever been a wasted seventh-round pick in the history of seventh-round picks. If we want to talk about one, maybe the quarterback that the Steelers drafted this past year would be Fair. would be more prevalent than the punter who is you know, at least had a career here for two seasons. If you think that Presley Harvin has to go, that's fine. I just, if he's a wasted draft pick, Every NFL team has a handful of these every year or every couple years. That's just listen, Presley Harvin has not been varsity. I just I don't know if we have to say he was a wasted draft pick. And it's not that's not just me picking on Steeler Cop. I've seen that a lot over over no, the No, actually, man, I, I I do I love Steeler Cop, man, because Steeler Cop is always around. No, he's man. a good tweet. Absolutely. Good salute. But um I do have a question though. Uh I don't know whether you or even the Twitter.com. What makes Presley a bad punter? Or when people say he sucks, is it specifically the 17 yarder that took place yesterday? Consistency, is, I think, is what people would say. How many 17 yarders have we seen from him this season? I just pure memory here. Mm-hmm. I would say that's the second shank that he's had this year. Yeah. Didn't he have one in Buffalo or mm-hmm. Miami? I, I think it was say. Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Philly, one of one of those games. Yeah. One of those road games against mm-hmm. a dang good team. So that makes him suck, though. Like we, think what we would just say right there, right? We said we know for a fact the 17 yard yesterday, and it was like, what was the other? They were just god awful, and we're over here just kind of like, oh, I think maybe it was. Uh, I think it was another one, maybe. Catch my drift. But for it to be such a stance of he's just a wasted pick, I'm just like, how do we get that? How do you evaluate punters? I think that's the real question because I know how I evaluate them, and my stance is very different. Even my take on the 17 yarder yesterday. Uh oh. Context matters. It was a bad snap. He's standing on the hash. The snap is two yards to the right side. And why does that affect you? Because the timing of it. You know why the timing matters? Because you're blocking a point for the protection. So as a person who's played on punt and played every position, including punter and long snapper and personal protector, the timing matters. So when that snap is two yards to the right of the hash, that matters. Because now when you're talking about that wing protector, you're talking about that personal protector, everybody on the right side of that line, all their formation, all their protection is going to be jacked up if Presley tries to do what? His normal steps and his normal release. His normal drop is that's actually what they call it. You can't do that. You know why? Because the timing is off. So you have to speed it up. You have to expedite it. And when you expedite it while trying to directional kick with hang time, which is what we do here in Pittsburgh, not just kick for yardage because anybody can just kick for yardage or excuse me punt for yardage and that's what you get the term out punting your coverage or out kicking your coverage and we talk about all the highlights right remember all the Tyree kills running backs all the all the different guys that have run back punts and we're like dang man what's going on here middle of the field is the ball placement along with the ball being 20 yards in the guy's hand before a defender is near him that is not what you want those times are archaic 
So if that's what you're looking for for when Presley punts the ball, you're always going to be upset. And that's when we're talking about channeling it the right way. Because if you're looking for that, that is not what we're doing here in Pittsburgh. That's not the intent or the design of our special teams unit, nor is that how you want to punt at the professional level. Hang time and ball placement matters. So, yes, the shank happened, the 17-yarder. And I want you to look, if you do, go back and look at that play. You'll see the snap, two yards offside to the right. You'll see Presley have to rearrange his body, catch it, hurry up and punt it. And then watch the snapper when he walks to Presley because he knows he's the reason why. He knows he's the reason why that punt was like that. And Presley doesn't even want to dap him up because he's like, nah, bumped it. I still should have punted it better. But he's looking at me, he's like, I know it was on you, but I still should have done better. That's the context. So we can sit here and talk about a guy sucking, but why does he suck? Because the guy who was snapping him the ball delivered it wrong? That'd be like us saying George Pickens sucked because, hey, man, when we went to throw him a pass, it was intercepted, but it was underthrow. There was 10 yards over his you head. You know, hey, 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 Deontay, you suck because that pick by Mitch, man, hey, hey, bro, you should have caught that. Bro, what? So when we're talking about Presley Harvin in a 17-yard punt, before we have such a hard stance on a player, how about we actually do that research? And that's the part where it's on me at times to deliver that context for you. Hey. So I don't think that Presley sucks. I don't think he's a wasted draft pick. In fact, I think he's doing a fine job. Could he be more consistent? Sure. But there's a reason why he's a seventh-round draft pick. When you talk about seventh-round draft picks, as my friend Wes has broken down, you don't rely on those guys. They're literally a crab or, or, or shoes. It's like, you know, picking a rabbit out of the hat. It's just, you know, whatever comes out, comes out. Man, who knows? If it hits, great. If not, hey, it is what it is. Seven-round draft pick. No one cares. Actually, Really, from the forefront, on, you don't really care about the dudes. That's the reality of the NFL. So it's not a wasted draft pick at that stage. But that's the context, though, that we refer to. And that's the context that I understand everybody's not privy to that because not everybody's played punter or snapper or every position on special sure, teams. Sure. So I don't expect you to have that context. And we know it's not sexy, so not everybody wants to talk about it. It's a lot easier to do what, Wes? Just circle Presley Harvin and say, he sucks, get him out of here. It's a lot harder to give you that context to let you understand why that play happened the way that it did and why you shouldn't just be looking at Presley and saying that he is a bad player because of that play when that was not even on him. That's him trying to take something that could have been a disaster and say, hey, man, we can live to fight another day. Now, granted, the two plays after that, we couldn't stop the run. They score, so it just adds insult to injury. But just imagine if Presley tries to go through and does his normal thing even with the snap being what it is, and now that's a block punt. Now they're getting that ball potentially scoring on that drive. You know, on that block punt. Sure, sure. Or just the energy, the momentum that you would feel with that. So the context matters. If we're going to critique him on a 17-yard punt, I'm going to praise him for the dig on fact that he didn't get it blocked. That he actually went over there and caught that rock <laughs> and got it up out of there. That's what I'm going to look at it as. So like I said, depending on the perspective you want to do it, the context does matter though, man. So we could say he sucks or we could say that that was a great play by him, man. So how you want to look at it. But it's up to you. Richie also tweets us and says, Mitch lost us that game with those costly picks. Might as well start Mason this weekend if Kenny can't go. Oh, man. All right. So we don't care about the George Pickens productivity or the Deontay productivity or the Pat Frymuth productivity. I also, too, to, to this point, um, and listen, I'm not going to sit here and act like 
hey, your quarterback threw three interceptions, you should still win the game. I do think, right, like larger scale. Low key, we still should have won the game. Yeah, right, Don't but act like, like that's the thing, right? <laughs> still you're right. Won the game. But that's just yeah. the majority of the time. When your quarterback throws three interceptions, you're gonna lose. Absolutely. So, so I don't want to like I don't want to downplay that. No, all right? and it's not. You have to protect the ball. Right. And Mitch, that is 100. He has to be better. In has there. to has to make, make better decisions. My only thing though is the Ravens. The Ravens blocked a field goal in this game. Okay, so we could easily say those two turnovers in the red zone, if you just kick field goals there, that's six more points. I can do the math. We win. It's 12 points that they gave up. Three picks twenty in the to block, 16. in the block field goal. Yeah. And then, like I said, even if you just but count the, the one of them, if just one of those blocks or one of those interceptions are one. one. That's it. That's the difference. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe if Mitch doesn't throw one of those interceptions and you kick yeah. a field goal, you're all good. Maybe if that field goal doesn't get mm-hmm. blocked, you're all good. Maybe if your defense can get right. off the field, you're all good. There's a lot of what. That's the most frustrating part about this game. There's yeah. a lot of what ifs. But that's also the promising part because you can't have a what if if we're not doing positive things to put us in those positions. Think about the picks that we're talking about in the red zone. Are we going to ignore the throws that Mitch made on those same drives to get us into the red zone? That's the part where we lose sight of the context. That's the part where we get so enamored with three interceptions that we lose sight of the positive that took place as well. If you want to just focus on negative, that's the analogy that we talked about earlier. Turn the lights off, go in there, turn all the lights off on your phone, and then you watch it, then try to see if you can see anything. Complain about being in the dark, right? That's what you're doing, essentially, when you only focus on three interceptions and not any of the positive, any of the context. So to make a blanket statement like, man, we should have just, you know, if he can't go next week, just put Mason out there. It's like, okay. So we were complaining about Kenny the week prior to not wanting to open it up and take some shots downfield, not wanting to open up and kind of get some of these, you know, just timing things going on, right? Some of the things sure, that we're talking about, sure. he has to just get better at with reps. And we actually saw Mitch do those things. But because we had three interceptions, and we already broke down the context of those interceptions. Now we're just scaring them out. Now we're just going to shy away from that. Now we're going to live in our fears and just say, hey, you know, go to Mason. Yeah, just, just go to Mason. That's, that's, that's definitely going to go right now. Make it make sense. Well, you man. know what's funny, Motsi? And this is why I love doing this for a living. I love sports. I love the reaction. In a sick, twisted way, I do. I almost kind of enjoy this more when the team loses. <laughs> and not, no, I don't in actuality, but in a sick, twisted way, a little piece of me does. Because it, it it's just fun. you know we 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 had the Presley Harvin discussion we just had we had some Mitch Trubisky quarterback conversation now how about Joel in solitary man what here? up Joel what Who, up solitary man everybody you know again nobody is safe on a Monday where you lose at oh, home I to like the it, man. to the Baltimore Ratbirds let's go Joel said and he uses in air quotations here Kenny would have won Mitch threw three picks fire everyone <laughs> whatever your argument is the Steelers defense had a whole half to adjust to a rookie undrafted quarterback who couldn't throw the ball defense should have adjusted and shut down mm-hmm. the run bottom line solitary man yep. says uh the defensive line feels directly responsible for the four losses Patriots Browns Jets Ravens inability to stop the run late without elite lines no championships yeah in those games we did lose the battle of the trenches at this level, <laughs> you need to win the battle of the trenches, man, or have some just crazy elite productivity on the uh, perimeter. But the majority of the time is you have to win in the trenches, man. And yesterday, man, Baltimore, they were out, they out physical us. That's the one part that I will say I don't care about any of the context that I've talked about. The one thing that I did feel held true when I was watching it in stadium and then even going back and watching it um, multiple times now, they were definitely more physical than us. 
Yes. Oh, I felt across the board. Alex Highsmith said that post game. Special teams. I think man. Cam said that post game. There were a couple guys who said that. Shout out to Cal Hamilton, man. We we talked about him obviously coming out, and he was all world safety, and we talked about him as a defender. Mm-hmm. You watch him on special teams. It's I, a reason why yeah. guys first round pick out there a, flying around on special teams. It's a reason why guys. You know, when you talk about guys having that dog or the guys that really, you know, grow super fast in this level, and it's like you could just tell they get it. They play with a certain passion. Their hair is on fire. Think about how we've talked about some of our first rounders at time, and we're like, man, does this guy really care? Is he going to really give it his all? Then you just cut on Kyle Hamilton, and you watch him as a gunner on punt, as a R3 on kickoff. And this dude is down there smacking folk. He's out there blocking on kickoff return. In fact, man, it's one play. They got a nice little return going. Our guy is in position to make a nice little tackle. Bro, the way Cal hit him, I'm just like, Cal, bro, you're not an offensive player. You shouldn't be blocking dudes like that. And it was a, a, a defender that plays a lot for us on defense as well that got rocked. And I'm just like, bruh. But that's the energy that he brought. That's that physicality. And when you're talking about that type of stuff. When you're talking about a Tyler Huntley going to the sideline and he's same foot, same shoulder, more power, you're LB. And it doesn't end the way that we thought it should end. Yeah. And then the next play is the wide receiver. And he's like, I want some of that too, daddy-o. And then that once again doesn't end the way. It's like you're seeing this pattern. When you see how Roquan Smith, I mean, let's be real, he slammed on the homie Kenny. It's like, man. I know people hollering about the face mask. I get it. That's cool. There, yeah. We can holler about that. It's yeah. missed calls every game. So, my, you know, I'm not going to lose sleep on yeah. any of that. My favorite, too, is if it was Tom Brady, he would have gotten that call. Cool. Yeah, no kidding. Cool. Tom Brady. He's earned it. Cool. But at the end of the day, it's like, it still is just the intent of, man, them dudes were playing with a demeanor. Yes. A physical demeanor. A fire. We didn't match that. They, the we Ravens, did at time, yes. but we didn't match that. Right. The Ravens knew they could come to Pittsburgh yep. with a backup quarterback, mm-hmm. and then they could put the Steelers' season one foot in the grave. Yep, and they showed up with the mindset of they might have more talent, they might have more cool players, but we got more dog in us. And remember, too. And that's how they looked. This, this it was what? The Steelers had won five straight against mm-hmm. the Ravens before yesterday? Yep. They heard Listen that. Listen to their locker room They've post been hearing game, that. too. Absolutely. They've been hearing that. Man, they said this is one of the biggest wins in the rivalry's history. Think about that. That's what John Harbaugh said. Think about who been playing in these rivalry games, man. You think about the stakes that have been on, you know, some of these games. He said this is one of the biggest ones. That's how they view it on that side, man. Mm-hmm. They had some guys on their Come team. On, baby. They had some guys on their team. They had never won. They had never experienced they had, win in this game, man. They they had a handful of guys who uh, after that game said, "Hey, I've been in Baltimore for two years. I've been in Baltimore for three years. I've never been part of beating the Steelers." And you're you're not really a Raven until you beat the Steelers. That's what we say in Pittsburgh. You ain't really a Steelers until you beat the Raven. I mean, they absolutely. You you know this, Motsi. You and I have laid this out many times. We had a conversation about this back during training camp. There's two things that I never like to do. One is call any professional football player soft because mm-hmm. they would all break me in half with their pinky. <laughs> two is to question a professional athlete's desire because none of them made it to this level without caring. You might get a college scholarship without caring because you're just that good of an athlete, and you you know. No, you're six eight and you're you, two ninety. You might be Jamarcus Russell, like, right? And you might simple. be able to fool him for a little if bit. But eventually, when you get, way, when you get to get this level, right? Yeah. Two things I never like to do is not all is, dogs are created equal. Is call yeah. a professional football player soft and to question a professional athlete's desire. 
but it felt like the Ravens had more desire than the Steelers. I'm not questioning the Steelers' desire in that. I'm just saying it felt like the Ravens wanted that one more. And post-game press conferences from both teams, I think, back that up. Yeah, I mean, it's one of them things where, and this is the part where us as media people, this is the fun part because this doesn't necessarily pertain to, I guess, skill. But this is the part that we could all kind of relate to. And I don't know the context of it because I wasn't down there with those guys yesterday. But just watching it, it felt as if early on we came in like how we felt it should be. They got their backup quarterback in here. We the Steelers. We've been winning games. We're going to win this game. We're going to execute. But at the same time, man, we know we're good enough to get up out of here. And I felt like Baltimore, they came in here on some, bro, we have our backs against the wall. We have to win because they talk about us never being able to win without Lamar and the fact that, as you broke down, none of us on that roster right now have beat the Steelers in the past two years. Think about that. The last time, you know? think, put it in this context, the last time that the Ravens mm-hmm. beat the Steelers, none of us, unless you're a high-level scientist or doctor, had a bleeping clue what COVID-19 was. Yep. Just put it in that context. Think about it. The last time the Ravens beat the Steelers, before yesterday, you would have came up to us and said, hey, uh, COVID-19, huh? And we would all Uh, say, what's that? What's that? Is that a new video game? Yeah. Think about that. That's a long (laughs) time. Versus to where we're at today. A long time ago, right? A long time ago. With that. They've been stewing in that one for a long time. Yeah, but it just felt like they came out with that type of, man, where it's not going to be pretty. We don't care for style points. We're just here to punch you in the mouth until you stop getting up. And I felt like we were kind of cute initially. And then it was like, okay, they really punching us now. And now we start to try to match it at the end of it. But then they still were able to beat us in the submission. And that was the disheartening part, but that was also the promising part. Because when I'm looking, and I'm seeing a Morgan Moses, I'm looking and I'm seeing a Ronnie Stanley. I'm like, they got those guys. I'm looking at a Mark Andrews. I'm like, they got a Deshaun Jackson. It's like he's new over there, but you see the energy he plays with. And it's contagious. And those guys feed off of everybody over there. You look at them on defense, a Calais Campbell, a Jason Pierre-Paul, a Justin Houston. These guys know what it takes. Marcus Peters, they've been to the biggest of the biggest games. They know what it takes. And it just looked like they showed up with that understanding that, hey, from the start to the end, it has to be here. Whereas for us, it looked like we kind of talked about it. And we kind of was like, oh, yeah, it sounds cool. Until we actually got in there and realized this is what this rivalry really means. Mm-hmm. And not everybody gets the chance to rectify it, but at the same time, it's one of them things where it's like, for them dudes that was out there yesterday, they circling them calendars for that second time around, man. Because I can tell you firsthand, that's how we felt in 2014. 2014, we go down there, third game of the season, I believe it was a Thursday night game. And yeah, yeah. Might have been the second game of the season. I remember that one. Short, short week. They put them paws on us, though. Yeah. West, they put the paws on us. I and, remember. And I, I remember, remember us leaving out there. We was all like, whoa. And it was a lot of our first time really being initiated in. That was my first time being a part of it. I remember guys like L. Bell. He was like, yo, man, like, he obviously had the rookie year. But it was like, yo, all of us, like, just knew. It was like, whoa, okay, all this right. It's a little different. All right, Shay. Shay just knew. It was like, okay, all right. Second time around, though, saw we came off the bus different energy and every time since then the energy was different but it took that we had to get it we had hey we had to go down there and physically get beat up now we ain't even talking about the Ryan Mallet that's a whole another scenario <laughs> that's just like I said that's a whole another scenario that's when you really talk rivalry being rivalry and you throw the records out that's what that throw is throw the record like, books out the window but the first one in 14 
that low key just felt like, yo, they were more fiscal than us. And we had to learn from it. But we did. And when I look at yesterday, they were the more physical team, man. We could all attest to that. We could all attest to that. We can. And you know what? Before we go to break here, Walter tweets and says, you know, quite simply here, I think we just got out muscled late in the game. I would agree. I would also agree. I would agree. We'll see if our buddy Chris Carter agrees. CC of the Locked Mama. On Steelers podcast and the Pittsburgh Post Gazette will join us in just a moment on the other side as we continue to break down yesterday's frustrating loss to them, Baltimore Ravens. Keep those tweets coming in. We'll wrap up with your tweets after we catch up with Chris. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.